Welcome to Noob Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. Is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole? Full partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? What's good, everybody listening? Ooh, yeah, Brian. Huh? Happy Juneteenth. Oh, yeah. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Um, Brian is also... Brian's not here this week, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it, it, me and Josh are flying solo today. But regardless, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, so let's not waste any time. Let's get uh, directly into plugs. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And um, at New Jump City Josh on Twitter, oh, I'm yeah. private on both. So. Yeah, <laughs> the never quit. Uh, you can find Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. I also check out when he's streaming. He uh, plays Valorant and some kind of other alternate League of Legends thing. It's not really League of Legends. I saw him playing the other day. So, LOL. Yeah, lol, as the kids call it these days. Uh, so yeah, check them out on that. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and also TikTok. Uh, if you want to send us questions that we read uh, on our uh, pre-show chat show, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we've been uploading two podcasts a week. One of them is just kind of like a casual chat between the three of us usually. So uh, we thought we'd uh, add uh, the questions into the mix. So we've already answered one question this week. So if you guys want. To send us any other questions, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com and we'll uh, likely answer them on uh, the uh, the pre-show chat show. And uh, that way we could get to them in a timely fashion and they won't build up. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Keep sending us questions and stuff. Uh, and, uh, oh, uh, if you also, you don't have to email us. You could also comment under uh, the video version of the podcast. We still don't have a fully functional video yet but i am still putting up the podcast in audio form on youtube so give us a like on that share subscribe all that stuff if you enjoy the show uh if you uh want to take the show on the go in any way uh you want to listen to it on an actual podcast platform you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts uh just search new jump city we're pretty much on every single uh podcast platform there is so you know you can't miss us and um yeah i think that's it uh, without further ado, I suppose we can uh, get started. Spoiler alerts ahead, by the way. Tell that pussy clad gentleman all what? My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 391, Rejecting the World. Um, last we left off, uh, Toby, w- oh, not Toby, wow. Uh, Dobby was defeated once and for all, uh, but with the combined efforts of. Uh, the Todoroki family and uh, Ida as well. Special credit uh, for getting them there in the first place. And uh, now we are cutting over to Toga's side of the battle. And uh, what's been going on with her is that she has been uh, using Twice's quirk uh, at its highest level uh, using his uh, Sad Men's Parade 
to overwhelm the hero forces uh, by making like a billion twice clones. Uh, and uh, it is not going well for the heroes at this point. Uh, they are fully being like flooded with uh, a bunch of twices. Uh, the the uh, pussycat heroes, uh, I forget their name, but the, they're they're overwhelmed. And one of them, uh, pick uh, Pixie Bob, I believe this is, yeah, Pixie Bob just like gets drowned in a sea of twices. Uh, I don't know if she's bro. dead or not, bro. <laughs> it's not looking good for her. Um, but yeah, she's down bad. Yeah, it's not good for anybody. And you know, I, there's a small panel with the Shiketsu heroes also getting kind of overtaken by uh, twice. Um, and we get a narration explaining that Toga was making doubles of the version of herself that had transformed into twice. Uh, so you know, her transform quirk had a time limit based on the amount of blood ingestion uh, ingested, but the heroes had no basis for guessing how much time that, you know, that limit would actually be, um, which uh, it wouldn't help anyway, because once the dam burst, the resulting horde could overwhelm the surrounding area very easily. So in, in a sense, the time limit that she has doesn't even matter because uh, she could just overwhelm them in, in an instant, basically. Um. Meanwhile, Uraraka is just trying to escape this horde of twices uh, chasing out, uh, chasing after her. And uh, meanwhile, I guess the main body of uh, Toga is thinking to herself, how, how did it work out for Toda? Toga? Did uh, Toya, did he meet his end? Uh, and he's like, have I, she's like, have I lost someone again? Uh, and that's when uh, Uraraka basically yanks on uh, the tape measure thing that twice uh has on his costume and uh i think she uses her uh gravity quirk to kind of like maneuver around the horde using this tape um oh no actually no this isn't uh twice's tape this is uraraka's actually uh yeah. she has like a cool spider-man uh rope shooter type thing that latches on to uh, twice. Sorry. Uh, I actually got confused with that because twice also has like tape measure in his uh in his wrist there. Um. But yeah, as Uraraka is like kind of swinging around and and keeping hold of Toga, uh, she says that she hasn't. I know that we haven't shared much since last summer, but I've had a seriously big change of heart, and uh, Toga is just like it's too late for that. And uh, Uraraka says, I'm sorry for the delay, but you were crying back there because you couldn't do everything twice could. You can't totally become him. Um, and she remembers what um, what Suyu said a while ago, saying that like Himiko, like Toga's love doesn't extend to Shigaraki and the others. And that's why she can't use their quirks. So she can't use like Shigaraki and Toya and all them, all their quirks because she didn't really love them. Um like not in the same way that she loves uh Uraka obviously and and twice um and Uraka mentions that um she says that she's got bloodlust mixed in there so she's not working from uh pure love and uh Toga goes crazy at this point her uh twice uh form starts to wear off and uh she just yells at her to shut up and she doesn't know the first thing about her and uh, the chapter ends. Uh, this chapter was 10 pages long. Uh, but, hey, uh, 
I guess we still got to talk about it in some way. Josh, what did you yeah. think about My Hero Academia Chapter 391? Um, you know, Brian really expressed himself last week in regards to uh, how he feels about this little arc with Baraka and, uh, and Toga. He said, very mid, he doesn't care, et cetera, et cetera. And I told, you know, what I said was that I'm willing to give this a chance. And um, wasn't, I wasn't interested really by anything in this chapter, I'll be honest with you. But I think that we still haven't really gotten to a point yet. I noticed that the comic is taking a break uh, next week. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Not this time. No, no, no. But Something, yeah, it's only nine though. pages, though. Well, I think we're about to get another backstory. I think we're going to get something more for Toga. Um, Because I don't, let me just talk about the actual chapter. She says, you've got bloodlust mixed in there, so you're not working off pure love. I don't, I don't agree with her. I I actually just I disagree with that statement because she's twice as she's using twice as quirk like almost to the max right now. Look how many of them are out there. She's literally using a special move, Dead Man's Parade. What what's she not I don't know, like what's she not doing properly? I think um what she's maybe referring to is not, you can't do everything twice could i think what she means is that she can't really use um she, she can't make clones like functioning clones of shigaraki and the others the same way she can with twice so it's not necessarily like that she's using twice incorrectly is that she can't also use shigaraki's quirk and um and uh dobby's quirk and all that stuff while making double like their doubles don't have the originals quirks which i don't think was the case for twice but maybe it's just she doesn't love them enough so that when she transforms into them she can't use their powers i don't know it is confusing because she is using she is using twice his power to an absurd degree to that even twice didn't really get to use at this point like twice only recently learned how to get his power to this level and she was pretty much able to figure it out i'm trying to figure out what you know what what uraka is trying to get across here i guess other than you're really just sad and that's why you're acting this way you're sad at society and that's why you're lashing out this way and I see you and I understand in a way which I, it's funny because my favorite part about the chapter was at the very end when she tells her to shut the hell up and that she doesn't know the first <laughs> thing about her which is yeah I really felt that I don't know I wonder if that's the direction that this fight is going to take if it's going to be one of those no, you don't get it. You don't understand, and that's your problem. And you know, I'm gonna end up dying. You know, in in the process of you coming to that understanding. 
Like I'm like they she's gonna end up passing away before before the point really settles in. Mm. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Rock Rocker fight. I want to see her do cool things. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I do. I, I'm really like trying to think because I think um, what's getting under Toga's skin is that she she really wants to inhabit the very beings of the people she loves, and I think what I'm supposed to be getting at here is because she can't use uh, the people's that she can transform into their abilities to the fullest. It means that she can't fully become them, which means that she can't really love them. You know, like it means that deep down, she doesn't really care that much as as much as she thinks. And I think that's fucking with her a little bit. You know, I think it's like the, her feeling of like, I know I love these people conflicting with, this weird physical evidence of her quirk being tied to people she really loves and the ability to use their powers based on how much she loves them as a metric. It's, it's very weird and not all that clear. I I'm kind of with you and also with Brian where I'm like Toga's whole thing is generally kind of not very interesting. And I don't know if it's because I don't get it, or because I'll like, go ahead and say that it's because I don't I don't truly get it, and that's what I'm trying to be patient about. But go ahead. Yeah, I you know, and also I think that's true too. Is that this is only kind of the beginning of this fight, and I feel like Horikoshi is currently being held back by health issues, from what I understand. Yeah. So you know, he we're getting shorter and shorter chapters. Um, so you know, it it's really tough to kind of like make any definitive calls where you know we're getting chapters that are half the length and you know i'm not i got no uh i got no like negative feelings about that you know he has to do what he has to do at the end of the day you got to watch after your health and uh, i'd rather him be healthy and get shorter chapters than you know him overwork himself because this is a lot of hard work i could just tell how much fucking work he's putting into these chapters just on an artistic level so um yeah i just hope he honestly i wouldn't mind if he just like took a couple like a month or two just to fucking settle himself because i i kind of like feel the stress through how fast paced the story feels right that shit is like raising my blood pressure right yeah and you know if you're like a manga fan at all you know how fucking stressful this job is if you're like really into how how it's made and how work intensive these folks are it's it, it takes their over their life and i think i feel like it's uh getting to horikoshi a little bit um yeah but, it's starting to really make me upset I'm, I'm starting to get less and less upset at horikoshi himself i'm starting to just get upset about just the industry and i guess some of the culture over there in japan mm-hmm. that reacted so harshly to to the choices he made in his manga that were incredibly tame, in my opinion. I just, it's just sad. And and I'm I'm just trying to be patient. I mean, we just got a nine page fucking chapter. Yeah. 
And I just, I just immediately assumed it was going on break because why else would that happen? Mm-hmm. If, I'm not criticizing him. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not criticizing Horikoshi. I just, I, I felt like in in your right mind, and and there was supportive people around him. He's done enough. He's he's had he has a good enough story, and he has so much talent. He deserves that 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 um that quality uh time and 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 um and development bro however you know, he, he deserves to take breaks however my hero ends i hope horikoshi takes a multi-year vacation i'm sure he could i my hero is big enough that i'm sure he could do it and i hope he takes like a really long time and comes back when you know he's rested because this ain't this ain't for the weary but as far as the story man, goes tough man like you said i do i fit it through the pages mm-hmm. you know i started I mean, I guess, like, I don't know why we're, I guess we're on this topic just because we don't really know what to say. But, like, this chapter doesn't give us a lot to go on in terms of story. Um, but, I, I like, every now and then, like, there's these, if you look on YouTube, you can look and there's stream, like, the creator of One Punch Man, or the artist for One Punch Man, he, like, streams himself drawing chapters. And just, like, doing pencils and inks for one page is, like, four hours. And that's just like the rudimentary part of just drawing the thing. The rudimentary part. Yeah. I'm not going to write that down. <laughs> uh, but I might have. I might have on a different day. Uh, I'll, well, just remember what I said. I'm there. guessing rudimentary is another way of saying the fundamental or like yeah. the, uh, yeah, the very basic, basic groundwork. Yeah. The, the like, bedrock, so to speak. Like from the little draft, the pencil draft, there's like two pencil drafts he goes through. He like draws a very basic like layout for the page and then he draws more details in pencil and then he inks it and then he like, and that's like probably like three hours. And then the next video is like another three hours of him finishing the inks and also doing the shading and all that stuff. And it's hard, man. This shit is difficult, (laughs) especially for like the more detailed your art is the harder it's got to be to get this shit done on time yeah it's crazy i can't even begin to um imagine the effort yeah this is something break out these chapters twice, i know he has help but still twice also himself must be a fucking nightmare to shade you know like you see the gray parts of his costume are um these um oh what do they call them um half tones uh screen tones really um and i don't know if he does this manually cuz you know th- you can like just do this digitally now but it used to be like there's these little like they're these pasteable things so the say toga's uh, not toga twice his mask that gray part of his mask that's not pitch black you would have to carve out the like that shade of gray and paste it onto wherever you need to paste it. Like with this tiny wow. little surgical knife. It's kind of crazy. And every manga artist does it. If you see these half tones, just know there's a chance there's probably some poor assistant like pasting like cutting these things out and pasting them on. Uh it's it's insane. Um but anyway, 
I guess uh, that's your art lesson for the day. Hello? Josh? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, never mind. No, I was just saying, I guess that's your art lesson for the day. But uh, yeah, I guess that um, that's my hero. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, being cautious about this because like this is a storyline that I haven't particularly cared for up to this point. So I'm hoping that Horikoshi can change my mind here by the end of it. Um, <laughs> but I hope he's feeling better. He feels better at some point and we get a little more full-fledged chapters for My Hero Academia. Um, do you have any uh, closing thoughts before I move on? Nah, not really. Alrighty. Then, Let's uh, get more than nine pages next week, maybe? I hope so. Or just take a break. You can take a surprise. Just break. take a break, bro. Just don't. Just hey, take the day off, huh? Come back next week. Get some time off. All right. Uh, let's move onward. Crazy Jujutsu Kaisen. I missed that drop. Yeah, I have. I don't use it nearly enough. <laughs> um, but this is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter two hundred and twenty-six, Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown Part Four. I did it again. Oh, because neither of them are human. That's the point. They are human. Well, not really. Gojo's human. No, Sukuna's a cursed spirit. Sukuna's a demon, basically. basically. A cursed spirit. Not a human. Mm. And Gojo is God, who is actually not human. That's true. In case you didn't know. Well, there you go. <laughs> I have no idea. Gojo's a man. He's just That's a man. That's an inhuman showdown. Yeah. Anyway, um, last we left off with Jujutsu Kaisen, the battle between uh, Sukuna and uh, and Gojo continues onward. Uh, as well, they... we thought it came to an end. Well, oh, yeah. Really. We thought it but ended. It looked like it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty much over because Sukuna uh, basically dominated uh, Gojo's domain with his own domain. And uh, the chapter ended with Gojo getting his neck sliced. Um, and uh, it looks like he's not doing so hot about that. Um, everybody's like, sensei! But then, we, as I, uh, as I mentioned, <laughs> as I furiously did research last week during the pod, uh, we do see that Gojo uses reverse curse technique to heal that wound immediately. Um, immediately. Yeah, which was uh, pretty cool. So I guess the I'm Him Olympics will continue. And mm -hmm. so basically they're like use curse reverse curse technique, but uh they're like, Yeah, but Sukuna slashes won't stop inside his domain. And uh basically and Choso S is like, Well, if he doesn't close his barrier, doesn't mean that running away will be easy. And uh they um Hikari explains that like, well, Malevolent Shrine's maximum effective area is about the size of Shibuya, so uh mm. Oh, he said if it's the about the maximum, uh, about the size of Shibuya, then Gojo should be able to get away fast enough. But um, Kusakabe mentions like, no, his instantaneous movement uses limitless curse technique to compress and space coordinates, so he can't use his curse technique. So he's he's just gonna have to sit there and fucking take it. And uh, then we basically get a two page spread of Sukuna slicing Gojo to Kingdom Come. Uh, oh, as he says, the, the, the petty line. Well, oh I don't God. want to say petty, but... Ah, I'm glad with regard to curse technique 
I'm overwhelmingly stronger. <laughs> is that Sukuna saying that? Because I was a little confused. It's like, is that Gojo saying that? Um, it's not entirely clear. I don't know. Looks, it looks like. Because it, it, it shows up over Gojo getting cut off, cut up. Like, that first panel is Gojo getting sliced like Swiss cheese. Yeah. Uh, so Really bad. But he, Gojo seems pretty calm. And uh, he says, I guess, I'm going to assume this is Gojo saying this, that regard, with regard to Curse Technique, he's overwhelmingly stronger. And um, he dashes away uh, somehow, but Sukuna cuts him off. He says, you think I let you go? And uh, they they go uh, fist to cuffs for a while. Uh, Gojo, Gojo manages to just, like, get him on the ground and try to punch him. But Sukuna dodges. Um, and he's, like... And Sukuna's just thinking to himself, like, he moves well for somebody who just got cut so fucking much. <laughs> who just basically got, like, flambéed by my cuts. Um and Gojo thinks to himself that apparently Malevolent Shrine Center isn't Sukuna, but it's the shrine itself. Uh, and at that point, Itadori asks, uh, what if the shrine was trashed? And um, Kusakabe explains that like normally concrete manifestations of innate domains don't have uh, special meaning or function. So, you know. They're might... just there for flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. They're <laughs> just ornamentary. Oh, man. I never seen a. a a power system just with swag you know yeah it, it it's so this so upfront about it like mm -hmm. oh no it's, it's just a nice aesthetic like to, to people's personalities yeah and, and the nature of the curse technique you yeah. know it's doesn't really serve any other function yeah physically or technically i like that that was established because mm -hmm. it was like damn it man can we can we just like throw a building at that at at a shrine? Did we trash it, mm -hmm. TP it, or something? Ray paint it. Yeah. Get on its front desk, front lawn. Yeah, door, something like that. Whatever. Um, so, graffiti it. I respected the door for trying. Yeah, it's a good idea. I would have thought that too. Um, but yeah, they explained that. But uh, May May explains that like if the shrine is merely a symbol of the domain, then it can't be broken. Uh. If Gojo with his six eyes hasn't even attempted to do so, then it might be the case. Um, and uh, I forget what the... I remember the star person. I would just forget their name at the moment. They're like, no, is there nothing mm -hmm. we can do? But then we see that Gojo activates a simple domain. Um, and uh, Itadori is like, wait, didn't Gojo say he couldn't do that? And he's like, no, he said he can't teach it. He's just naturally good at it so he'd be shitty he'd be a shitty teacher at it he wouldn't know how to teach it because it just it's like breathing you know <laughs> he's just nice at it that's it mm -hmm. uh and we get an explanation that uh the simple dome he casted a simple domain because it negates the guaranteed hit of the domain and uh while he's in the domain in the simple domain he can heal himself with the curse re uh, reverse curse technique uh and they're like how can he do both at the same time um but you know, Choso clarifies that, like, yeah, he's able to do both at the same time, but that's about it. It's not; it doesn't give him any other uh, ability. It, like, it doesn't protect him in any way, because as we can see, Sukuna can just walk into the simple domain and start swinging. <laughs> um, yeah, and it starts to deteriorate anyway. Yeah, but uh, Gojo 
heals himself, but then he takes another uh, cutting technique from Go from uh, Sukuna. Um, but at, uh, Gojo once again counters with the simple domain, um, and Sukuna's like, how tedious. Um, and he starts fighting, but they notice that even though he has a simple domain up, uh, Gojo's not healing himself with reverse curse technique. Um, and they're like, no, wait, does that mean he's like, and, uh, of course, like, no, he wouldn't run out of cursed energy right now. Um, so, you know, uh, what the, the hat guy is basically say like he, I mean, under normal circumstances, he wouldn't run out of cursed energy, but he continued running reverse curse technique at full blast immediately after opening his domain. And he's expended mm-hmm. twice the amount of usual curse, uh, energy. So he, there's a possibility that he ran out. And uh, we then get a panel where Gojo gets cut at the neck again. And they're just like, is Gojo going to lose? And then the next page, Gojo immediately like clinches onto Sukuna. Um, and Sukuna's like, his speech is now. And then all we see is curse technique reversal. And we see him, uh, Gojo, like back off, but still hold on with his legs. And he does like the gun sign directly towards Sukuna. And they're like, wait. Is that possible? And he ex- and Okotsu explains that like maybe he couldn't heal his body because he was using reverse curse technique to heal his burnt out cursed energy. And with that, we get a two page spread where uh, Gojo activates uh, red and sh- like repels Sukuna directly into the into uh, the uh, the shrine uh, domain. Taking heavy damage. <laughs> His face is halfway gone. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Uh, He's smiling. And after that, uh, the final panel is Gojo healing himself once again. And he's like, that wasn't easy. Um, oh, you think he's going to have all the little scars? No, after? he can heal them completely. Oh. We, we've okay. seen in other panels that yeah, he basically... Yeah, it's not a good look. Not a yeah. Good we see in other panels oh, wow. that he heals them pretty much completely. So... I think he's going to be able to get rid of all of them. Nice. Um, but yeah, Josh, what did wow. you think about Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 226? Mm. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It was a really close week. Whoa. Very close. But I got to give it to this one. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, same for me. Yeah, I figured. This was a unified, really good chapter of the week. And also, for the record, technically, it also did win the audience vote. But the audience vote is a three-way tie this week. A three-way tie? Yeah. Well, they all get it then. Yeah. But in any case, uh, we get a unified, really good chapter of the week. Was My Hero Academia not one of the ties? Unified RGC. Um, Unified RGC. No. Wow. Well, I guess we weren't the only ones that felt that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, continue with your thoughts, Josh. Um, what what a chapter! What a showdown! Um, where to begin? Where to begin? Gojo is that nigga. That goes without saying. But oh yeah, I need to get into detail. So he literally healed through somebody's 
first, like someone's doing attack. He just he just tanked it. Like it's like all right. I don't know when's the last time you played Pokemon, but it's like spamming fucking full restores <laughs> versus versus like the computer, knowing like I'm gonna come out on top of this. You'll run out of attack of attack, so you'll do something. You'll do a stupid move eventually, leaving me at full health, and I'll be able to like you know chip you down. It's crazy. I, like the brute, the brute potency of his healing. Of, of like just his cursed energy output in general for for him to, to use a reverse curse technique and the um the the domains and and still fighting all Sukuna he's 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 everything they said he was um and he did say you know when he mentioned that he could beat Sukuna he did say it would be tough he did say it would be tough and that's funny because he ends the chapter with saying uh just wasn't easy mm-hmm. well done well done Gigi um, I really enjoy the commentary in this fight uh, because sometimes they say things that I'm already thinking about and sometimes they bring my attention to things that I should be thinking about like for example um, I understood I understood. I, I kind of already got the point that, you know, all right, he used, uh, like, he lost the domain battle, but he still tried to use the domain. So, you know, it's hard to use curse energy in general after that, right? On top of that, he's been healing himself, using up a bunch of more curse energy. And then he's, he's like, using these simple domains. Like, he's spamming. He's going crazy <laughs> using all his meter, like, all his specials. So, like, I, to me, it made, so much sense that he was like going to just run out of resources um anyway i was talking about the commentary so i like how they mentioned that like how he how one of them was like nah like uh a coach was like he's not gonna run out like of course not and the other dude was like nah like you got to think about all of that and again that's one thing i already thought about how you know how much he's been already expending and then there's other things that I didn't really understand when they were talking about the simple domain. I kind of forgot what its purpose was prior. And, you know, they reminded me basically that, yeah, the whole point of a simple domain is to kind of give you, it, it's a defensive strategy, you know, yeah. is to keep out somebody else's domain attacks, I guess, you know, momentarily or to give yourself a chance to escape or something like that. Um, just very helpful, and it's not overbearing. It was um, it was pacing the fight really well with quality commentary, and I was surprised. I really didn't know what how it was gonna go down. I mean, the fight's still going on, but man, Gojo got him. He said, "I I survived your whole domain onslaught and hit you with one of these rabbits." What's Sukuna gonna do next? Yeah. And he wrecked it. And he wrecked this shrine. I know he's mad. I know he's mad. Yeah, the shrine still seems to be standing for the most part. So maybe he didn't wreck it. Maybe it's but hopefully it's crumbling yeah. next week. Actually it's off next week. L. Oh yeah, you're right. Fuck. L L L L L L 
Big L. Man, we're not going to have One Piece or Jujutsu Kaisen next week. Bummer. Big L for the nation. Wait, two weeks for One Piece? One Piece comes oh, back. no, more like a month. One Piece comes back next uh, in July. One Piece comes back. I'm going to be on life support. <laughs> One Piece comes back in 28 days. Wow. I think it comes back right before my birthday. Which is nice of Oda. That is pretty sick, actually. <laughs> Reminds me of when World Trigger came back right before my birthday. You won't be started around my birthday. That's it. It was meant to be, bro. For real. <laughs> it was meant to be. Oda knew I was coming. Yeah, what were your thoughts? What, what, what were your thoughts on Jujutsu? Oh my god, so good. So fucking cool. This series is just so fucking cool. All the time. Sure um, is. Yeah, I love the Malevolent Shrine. Sure is, love, bro. I just love that. Like, that two-page spread with a Malevolent Shrine is just tearing Gojo apart. is fucking dope. So badass. Yeah. I was worried for you, boy. No, my God, me too. Uh, unfortunately, I was spoiled uh, before I read it, so I knew I knew that Gojo would be okay. Oh, what were the mega spoilers? You think <laughs> it hit us up in the chat was like, Mega spoilers on Facebook, bro. Yeah, I got like that. I got hit with the last page. <laughs> oh, come on. We're looking all scarred up and shit. Yeah. When he was like, that wasn't easy. Yeah, I got that. And I was like, fuck. You guys you kind of got the gist of it. Oh, I mean, I knew Gojo was fine and doing well. <laughs> I knew He's Gojo. smiling. Yeah, Gojo seems to be doing well is my first thought. And I'm like, man, people got to chill. So he's not dead. There needs to be a fucking moratorium on spoilers. Like, uh, we need to have an unwritten rule amongst us weebs that will wait. <laughs> Some of us are trying to be official. You live in a degenerate society. <laughs> For real. No class. What happened to honor among thieves? Yeah. But shit. Not that shit anymore. Yeah, shit's crazy though. Welcome man. to neoliberalism. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> is that what neoliberalism is? Is just sharing Hyper spoilers? Consumerism. Because they want so much attention. Because they know people are going to be mad. Like, why would you spoil it? They're going to comment. And oh, yeah. Get engagement up. Yeah. I don't think that's what neoliberalism is. <laughs> I think that's just it, being a content creator. Well, neoliberalism I, wants to maintain the capitalism status quo. Mm. That's that's the point. And these people, they'll do anything in order to get engagement, in order to somehow make money for themselves via ad revenue or something like that. So that's what I mean by that. I think... I think that the the systems that place is what's creating this degenerative state. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I don't think you could get much money off spoilers because it's copyrighted material. You can still get engagement to like your your Facebook page, and then at the time you can get sponsorships. That would be nice. Or use that. Or use that. You could use that viewership base to. You know, sell other people's products or, or you know, endorse something that you're doing. Man, I want a sponsorship. Yeah, well, maybe you should post some spoilers. I would never do that. Because <laughs> you have honor. 
I have honor. You're not degeneracy. <laughs> I'm not a fucking monster. Anyway, this was badass, dude. The whole time, I was just like, whoa, this is so edge and cool and, and, and so fucking cool. Gojo rules. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know, I, like reading this, I'm like, man, I just hope Gojo wins. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I hope Gojo mops the floor with Sukuna. I don't know if it's going to happen, uh, but I hope that it, I think that would be just so funny and so interesting to go with is just Gojo wins as planned. I don't like it doesn't have to be the end of Sukuna. It could just be a setback for him. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of my 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 student. Yeah. Go go uh go uh overtake Noritoshi. I banished the Right. He's ex- exercising. Yeah. And Sukuna could just come back later on in the story. Or, or something, something like that. Fun. Nothing against Sukuna, but in his, in his, uh, his loss. Man, yeah, I just want the next chapter, man. It's it's everything you said about the commentary was really cool too. I I I, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it last chapter just because I was like, come on, get to the fight. It dominated the entire <laughs> fight. This was come this on. was much better balanced. Yeah, yeah, this was way better. But I feel like you know, I think uh, Akutami, just because of the nature of this power system and how easy it is to forget the 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 fucking details of everything. I feel like those kinds of uh, things are necessary. And luckily, like, Akutami is a, a good enough writer that he can make the dialogue really fun to read and yeah. uh, understandable. That's, the, uh, that's, you know, something that World Trigger does that I appreciate. It just makes it... You, you can have exposition, and usually this would be a bad thing to have just people talking directly to the audience and explaining what's happening. But I think you can mask nah. it. I mean, you know, on this is, a this is a manga. No, I agree with you, but I'm I'm my nice to say like yo, these, like comics like this and World Trigger, they are manga readers, manga. That's what I'm saying is you that know? like they mask that a little bit by making the every character fun to read. Like it's not just reading a manual; it's different characters' interpretations of the power system that they're explaining. Right, their perspectives, how they understand things, which kind of gives you more of a insight into their personalities and how they may look at a fight. Mm-hmm. All in all, interesting stuff. Yeah, you know. Thank God for this chapter. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> so fucking good. This is one of the best chapters. <laughs> I I feel yeah. like every now and then we come on here and it's like this was probably one of the best chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen. I will say low key, this is one of the best. You know, it was this uh, one. There was a few. There was that, like this, that calling game arc was full of one of the, full of the greatest chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I have to go back and read that. Oh my God, I can't wait to go back. Kind of just waiting for the anime to get there. Bro, I don't know how the, I feel like the anime is going to go crazy. Cause I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for the second season. But it looks crazy. Um, no, but I can't believe it's still not here. It comes out in July. It needs to come out tonight. I don't know how far they're going. I know they're covering the uh, the backstory, the Gojo backstory thing with Toji and them. That's like the first thing we're going to see. And yeah. then they're probably going to get to... Because after that, it's the the Mechamaru fight right after that. 
So yeah. I don't know if they're going to get to Shibuya, actually. But I hope they do. I hope they get to Shibuya. Yeah, me too. I really do. Because the first season is really short, in my opinion. Yeah, the first season covers a lot. It's like 20-something episodes. They get up to uh, af- that fight with uh, Choso siblings. And that's where it ends. But anyway. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited to see the anime. And I can't wait to see this animated, you know? gonna go crazy guys you guys aren't ready Wait, if your anim- season goes all the way up to that i thought the first season only goes up to uh the school no the it goes up tournament. to the, it goes up to the arc directly after that and that's it because the uh arc after that is when they fight uh the two choso siblings where um uh where nobara and uh itadori fight uh those two dudes and I'm ugly looking things. Yeah, and uh, then after that will be Gojo's backstory, basically, which is where the second season is going to start. Okay. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. If you're anime onlys and you happen to be re- listening us talk about the 222nd chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen, you're not ready. <laughs> um. Anyway. That was Jujutsu Kaisen, everybody. Fantastic chapter. Very fun. Lots of action. Uh, Gojo is uh, the goat. Goat Joe. Am I right? Yeah. Goat Joe. Goat Joe. All right. Well, with that uh, being said, I suppose we can move onward. Oh, no, we can't move onward. I have a question. Oh, yeah. What's your question? Love versus Gojo. Who you got? Gojo. Easy. I feel like once you square up to law, he's not he's not very strong. But you're inside his domain to square up with him. Yeah, but anything he does, anything he does to you, like will laws. If you're inside law's room, but you have the infinity around you, does the things that law does affect you still? Mm-hmm. Maybe these guys just cancel each other out. That's a good question. Something to think about. I'm, I, I, I wish Brian was there. I would have loved his perspective too. Yeah. Hey, anybody in the comments, I would, I'd love to hear. Yeah, you let us think. know. To be honest, I'm actually curious about that. That's actually a fun matchup. I think it would just come down to a hand-to-hand combat in which Gojo would probably beat Law. For sure, <laughs> if that was the case. Yeah, but which, but what that really means is that it comes down to whose ability is going to work through the others. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Gojo opens his domain anywhere near Law, it's over. Oh, right, because they both have domain type ability. Mm, I don't know. You could warp reality. Yeah. Yeah, but only to a a relatively like chill degree compared to other reality warpers fair enough like it's more like your your like your body and your will is kind of like his to control really because he could just cut you up and stuff he can dissect you and and cut you up a little bit and you know you won't die but yeah i don't know 
All right. <laughs> I guess we're ready to move on then. Right? We're good? Yeah. All right. I don't really have to fucking care. Who's who's in my way? I'm going to fucking kill everybody. Chainsaw Man. This is Chainsaw Man, Chapter 132, Protection. So, last we left off, uh, Denji survived yet another encounter with the devil. Uh, this time, thanks to Nayuta's help, who uh, basically... Um, controlled the weird tendril demon so that after it ate Denji, it would think it tasted like crap and, you know, spit Denji and Asa out. Um, and which deeply offended. Yeah, which deeply offended the famine devil, uh, the falling devil. And uh, she basically it, it destroyed this demon. And that's when famine came in. And it was like, all right, game over. You can go home now. And uh, they were talking about how Nostradamus's uh, prediction would be coming true soon and famine has been trying to uh, control the chainsaw man so that she can prevent or not control chainsaw man uh, control the war devil so that she could prevent Nostradamus's uh, prediction whatever it is to bring about an age of demons and uh, for the simple fact that if an age of demons occurs, that uh, then that means it'll be over for pizza and Chinese food. And um, neither her nor Nayuta are down with that. Uh, unfortunately, though, Nayuta refuses to help Famine because she's got school, damn it. She's got school. It's a school night. It's a fucking Tuesday. I can't be helping you save the world. And um, we cut to Nayuta in school. And... Uh, you know, she's in she's at lunch and she's just eating her lunch and then she just commands these kids to give her her dessert and they're like, Okay, because she is the control devil. And I think it's just, worth mentioning that there are boys around her. Oh like, yeah. Like while she's in the lunchroom. So it's funny. I, I think it's it's worth mentioning that because it could be the control thing and that's how it works. If you have affection for her, mm -hmm. you can, can she can control you or something like that. Yeah, it's probably I think that's how it works, right? I think it's probably I yeah, I think it's easier for her if you if you like her or if you're attracted. Yeah, I think I'm confused anymore with the war devil, but whatever. I think no matter think what it's just she... funny because it could have easily just been that just because these boys like her. Yeah, I think no matter so what she can she, control them knowing that. Yeah. I think no matter no matter what she can control you to some degree, but it's probably easier if you like her. Um But it may not even be the case here. They, no. Them boys, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just thought that was well, it could be. funny. I'm not saying it's a definitive no. It, it could actually be the case. I think it's no coincidence that it's boys. Um I think he put I think he did it like that to be funny because what seems super random yeah if you just look at the entire picture you yeah. know this guy's all about death detail. yeah so these kids start talking about how kids are moving away from tokyo probably because there's devils everywhere you know and you know i guess people are getting smart and being like we shouldn't live where there's constant giant devil attacks um and you know, yeah, also, whole, like half half a neighborhood got leveled yesterday. Yeah, and they mentioned that some kids also died. Some kids that they knew personally, um, <laughs> which is depressing to live in this world. I would not want to live in the Chainsaw Man world. Right. One of them was like, "She's missing you." Mayu <laughs> was just like, "Hmm." Mm. Oh, oh, really? Crazy. All right. <laughs> uh, 
and that's when uh, a a group of like SWAT team esque guys with guns uh, pull up and uh, point their guns at Nayuta. And uh, from there, we cut over uh, to Asa, who wakes up, I think, in a hospital in an emergency room. Um, and uh, she's, you know, surrounded by people who are injured uh, from the recent demon attacks. And we're hearing news reports that there are power outages and uh, missing persons everywhere. Uh, the number of missing persons exceed 2,000. So uh, it is not great. Uh it's a very depressing scene. Um, and I, uh, Asa starts thinking to herself that Chainsaw Man saved her again. Um, and all of a sudden we hear on TV that Japan isn't alone in this, that there are gravity fluctuations all over the world. Um, and they're basically, they're understanding that they're in, uh, they're heading towards the fucking apocalypse and they can't really count on politicians and devil hunters. So who is it that they can, that can, that beat both the falling devil and the gun devil. That's right. Chainsaw man. And he says, chainsaw man saves us for no reward. And I want to work with him. And, uh, that's why he, this kid from before, you know, it's revealed that it's that kid from the aquarium. Uh, he founded the chainsaw man church for world peace. So yeah, he's basically recruiting people to fight alongside chainsaw man and to prevent the prophecy of Nostradamus, uh, and to fight against demons and stuff. And everybody's like, yeah. Somebody's like, oh, peace. In the background, it's so weird. Um, but uh, I guess like the TV announcer is like, Izumi, was it? You really buy into this Nostradamus stuff? Careful now, if you fail your concert, college uh, entrance exams before the end of the world, your life is going to end first. And everybody laughs at him. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the the kid is just like, damn it, uh, Isu, Isumi, I think. Is, uh, yeah, Isumi is like, damn it. Did I really have to appear on that fucking show? Everybody made fun of me. And um, we see that I th uh, Famine is uh, next to him talking. And she's like, relax. Ridicule was the point. Um, and he's like, why? And she's like, you don't need to think. And someone pulls up behind Isumi. And is like, it's like Fami says, your job is to be the face Femi is the brains, and together you move the body, the Chainsaw Man Church. And with that body, you're going to walk out, walk towards the world without evil, aren't you? And um, all of a sudden, Isumi is just afraid. He's like, yes, I know. It's all for Chainsaw Man's sake. And uh, speaking of which, Chainsaw Man is now tied up in a room uh, with Squid Boy. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's like, gosh, this is a relief. Squid Boy is like, gosh, this is a relief. I'm glad I, I got you protection safe and sound. And uh, Denji's like, you think this is protection? Falling asleep in class only to wake up to, tied to some chair? And uh, Squid Boy explains that uh, Asa is in the hospital and they say that her injuries are minor. Um, and uh, Denji asks, um, where's Nayuta and the dogs? And uh, Squid Boy is like, as of now, we're protecting them. Same as you. And, uh, protecting. Yeah, he says protecting in a very ominous way. And uh, Denji is like, you just try to tie them up like this. I'll kill you dead. And uh, Chains uh, Denji is goes crazy. He says, send us home right now. I'll even tongue your butthole for a week to thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> as, 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 as he's 
as this dude is looking down at him, smiling like, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's what I want to hear. And, uh, to be honest, thank God Squid Boy is like, well, we're not going to hurt Nayuta or the dog, so no tonguing necessary. Not while, <laughs> not while you're under our protection anyway. And uh, the chapter ends with Denji just telling him to go to hell. And um, yeah, that was that was Chainsaw Man. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Chainsaw Man chapter 132? Um, I, I like this chapter. This wasn't my second favorite, but um, I enjoyed it nonetheless. But it was, uh, it, it's funny how we get these chapters sometimes every now and then from Chainsaw Man where like the news is talking about the recent events. It's always funny how I feel like uh, like manga stories uh, when they have the world, you know, shed light on the, the actual activities around the protagonist and all the mystical crazy shit that's happening. Chainsaw Man does that every now and then. It, it almost reminds me of One Piece too. <laughs> like when they do their uh, their what's going on around the world yeah. uh, situation. I mean, obviously it's not as grand, but I like to see the state I, I like that this comic um, kind of like constantly gives us the state of the world and how everyone is taking these things. Because like I mentioned earlier, a whole neighborhood got leveled fighting that thing. People have seen those testicles, bro. Everyone was... And then the Fallen Devil, I forgot all about that, man. People committing suicide. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. People going to be like, what the fuck? What is going on? And um, yeah, it's it's a jumbled mess. And the attitude is that the world is heading to, veering towards apocalypse. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in these themes. And now we have famine talking to this weirdo with the headband and the fake chainsaw uh, thing on his chest. And then you have who I believe is actually the other chainsaw person. That you know that that we've been getting little teases of. I think that's the person that put their hand on his shoulder. Oh yeah, fake saw man. Yeah, fake saw man. I I just have this uh this hunch. I don't have any real uh context behind that. Actually, I just you know I'm gonna take that back because he was working against family. That's true. So there's no, I don't think they're in cahoots. Um, yeah, this chapter gave me a lot to think about, and it was also funny at the end. He always finds a way to do something so weird and, and out of nowhere, uh, whether that's for the sake of his story or with his character saying ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love great chapter this week. Yeah, I'm agreed. glad it's not off. It's not off, right? Yes, it oh, 14 no, hours. it comes out tomorrow. 14 days. <laughs> It comes yeah. out 14 hours from the recording of this podcast. Um, okay, so Chainsaw Man is one of the chap. Oh, is it? No, I'm wait. No, never mind. I'm bugging. Uh, it was not one of the chapters that was tied three way, but it should be. It's pretty good. I really enjoyed this chapter. It's uh, I do love how uh, kind of the world is just like well, you know, this devil shit is kind of like another Tuesday. So it's hard to, I guess it's hard in this world to see just when this shit happens every day, the scale of how bad things really are. Um, Because this is kind of, in a sense, normal in this world. So 
It was funny mm. to see this guy basically talking about how like the apocalypse is for real coming this time, and uh, everybody's just laughing it off because how fucking regular this kind of thing happens. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I guess we're gonna find out who Squid Boy is working for finally. Um, because it's not the Devil Hunters again, I guess. So I'm wondering who he is and who he's working for. But yeah, I wonder. That's all I really got to and say. And I wonder. And I wonder if you know who Squid Boy works for. Who Squid Boy sure works don't. for. And I wonder. Okay, anyway. um, Yeah, that's all I got to say about Chainsaw Man. Fun, funny chapter, as usual. Excited for tomorrow, basically, when I get to read it again. Um, But, yeah. Uh, you ready to move on to the next chapter, Joe? Yes. All right. Let's go. Oh, damn. I hit. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh, damn. The champ is here. Black Clover. As I'm pulling it up now. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 362, Transmission. Um, last we left off, uh, uh, Lucius pulled a, a, an Aizen and was like, hmm, I'm too powerful to be defeated by regular means. Meh. Hmm. Now, now you have to deal with my overwhelming power. Uh, and cloned himself a billion times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, luckily, we got to see that uh, Asta is now currently on his way. And the Black Bulls have a means to get him back home. Uh, and we're starting this chapter off with the king, uh, who is freaking out again, as usual. He's like, yeah. what in blazes is all this? No matter what it is, protect me. Um, and uh, Captain Rain Kaiser. Yeah. Captain Kaiser goes down with a single punch from, um, from Lucius. Um, and nobody knows what to do. Everybody's having a rough time because... They're just getting nuked by magic. Um, and we get a transmission from, um, I think this was like the second in command for the Wizard King. I forget his name, but uh, he pulls up and he's like, Attention, the Wizard King's body has been stolen by the enemy. As you know, his power is enormous. He's the ultimate foe. However, in full awareness that there are people who are still risking their lives to defend the kingdom, one of them has already defeated the Wizard King once. I believe many of you know him. And they said, uh, like me, the royal uh, Mimosa Vermilion, he's a member of the Golden Dawn. And they say, like, one who distinguished himself in battle many times, his name is Yuno. And, uh, you know, everybody's hyping up Yuno, trying to get the fighting spirit going, um, basically, throughout this chapter. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, they basically say if you have if you intend to save anything, you must have the will to survive. Power that come that tries to protect to live to live on is the strongest thing there is. And she thinks, isn't that right, Asta? So you know she yells out, uh, "Please don't give up!" And uh, Seke actually pulls up, and he's like, "Everyone, yo, while I'm fighting, run for it!" And he uses his bronze magic uh, to hold off one of the paladins. Um, or the angels, whatever the fuck these uh, these faceless uh, NPCs are. Um, yeah, this is just a regular angel. Yeah. Uh, Seki gets nuked by 
its regular attack, but um, <laughs> Seke is just like, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way I could level up that easy. I still did try to get stronger, and he just like kind of gets up, and he says to himself, "I'm not done yet. I could get back up. I can still fight like you, Asta." And um, that was really cool, actually. It was really cool. Um, <laughs> Hmm? I thought his spell was really dope too. I thought he was about to do something. Yeah. Like that cannon? Nigga made like a little cannon fortress. Like yeah. it was a defensive and offensive thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man, because he's been he's been trying, yo. Yeah. He has been trying, and that's like it's so cool. He still got up. And meanwhile, of course, uh Lucius has to be a fucking dick about it. <laughs> it's like, that's mere sophistry. No matter how hard you struggle, it will end the same way. But you know, some, uh, well, what is sophistry? I need to look that up. Yeah, look that up, Josh, because I actually don't know what sophistry is. Probably like stupid, some dumb shit, you know? Yeah, it sounds like sophisticated. Hmm, but... That's some dumb shit. Let's and... see. Soft, sophistry. Sophistry. Um, the use of fallacious arguments, especially with the intention of deceiving. God damn. He calling him a liar. Wow. Oh, I think he's calling uh uh Mimosa a liar. Yeah, she's capping and lying. He's like, hmm, she's a lying bitch. <laughs> no matter how hard you struggle, no matter how hard you work and how much power of friendship, it never works. Um, but you know knows better. He he looks at him and is like, I wouldn't count on that. And uh right. you don't know who my friend is? Yeah. You don't know who push you ups about McGee him is? already? So uh, could you beat him once that meant anything? You know how many people beat him once and then he just came back and beat them? Yeah. Nine times. That's kind that of his thing. The whole series, my nigga. <laughs> That's kind of his thing. You're destined to lose. I beat you already, so you're in trouble. Yeah. You're re- if I could beat you, that means Asta could beat at least 10 of y'all niggas. Yeah. That's how this works. Uh, speaking of Asta, we cut over to the Land of Sun, uh, where uh, Asta asks Ryu where everybody is, and uh, they explain. He explains that they're ready on the other side. He's and, using his Sharingan. <laughs> yeah, he's literally using the Sharingan, and he's like, "They're on the other side now." You're just wait. No, that's and uh, as on the other side of the portal, as they're about to get bring Asta forward. Uh, they get interrupted by uh, the I forget this guy's name, but he's the He's the fucking scales dude. Um, oh, Damnatio. Damnatio. Thank you. Wow. You really remember that. Wait, huh? he's a special angel? Yeah. I remember the name because it was so weird. It's <laughs> for someone with like scales. Like he's supposed to be chill, but his name is Damnatio. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think because he damns people, he yeah, judges them. I guess so. I, maybe that's what he was going for. Who knows, man? Yeah. I'm not gonna look up damn Nacio, that's for sure. I've looked up <laughs> two words already. Yeah, you you could clock out now. You've looked up two words. <laughs> One word per series at least. Yeah, I'll uh, you know what? I'll look up damn Nacio. There he is. <laughs> there could be a made up word. No, it's it's Damnatio. His name is Damnatio Kira. All right. Well, there you go. He is a paladin currently. And uh, he is blocking the Black Bull's way uh, to to Asta. So I guess we're going to get an entire Black Bull's versus Damnatio uh, fight 
which I'm excited for. He been had beef with them too. This mm. is nice because he's gonna be talking that. He's gonna be saying how he really feels. Yeah. Remember how they're still themselves. <laughs> but, <laughs> like they're still themselves, but um, you know, just evil. Really on Lucia's side. Like, yeah, we really believe with you, say. I'm still me. <laughs> Except for the parts that would disagree with anything you have to say. This is still my plan. This is still my personality generally. Except for the parts where I don't like Julie Lucius. Yeah, and disagree. Yeah. Um, um so Yeah, what did you sorry, think? Josh? My thoughts? Yeah. I like this chapter. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought the um broadcast by Mimosa was uh and the other person was kind of sappy, didn't care for it. It got interesting towards the end. Um, honestly, the moment of the chapter for me was uh, was uh, Mr. Sekai, man. I thought he was about to launch a, a blast at this nigga. Only for him. <laughs> it was so, oh, man, it was so heart-wrenching. When I turned the page and just seen what I, I didn't see the angel shooting a beam. I seen his thing destroyed first. That's the first thing I noticed. And I assume that he shot, like, what he did was trade, like, with the with the angel. Mm-hmm. But if they both, like, shot each other, I would have been like, oh, that's sick. At least he took it out. And then I looked, I looked at the picture again and was like, oh, the angel just took him out. But then he said, I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'm still going to get up. Maybe he's going to use the spell again and Oh, unlock something even greater, like a fucking bronze Gundam. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be pretty sick. Pretty sick. A bronze, bronze battle fortress. To fucking support the city. Oh, that would be lit. All right. Uh, what do you think? That's all I really had. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Seke was like the show stealer. And you know what's funny? Like I'm still reading uh, Black Clover from the beginning. And um, mm-hmm. seeing where Seke started out as just kind of like one of them, like early series disposable villains. Yeah, never see yeah. Again. And then he just like pops up every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like cool a to black see his mirror for, for Asta. Yeah, like the opposite of, of his development arc. Like it's so crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool to see just like those like. like his development didn't need to be like super overt, so but it is cool to see that no, he's didn't. getting tiny little like spurts of development here and there. That I think is pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh Oda esque. Yeah. I agree with that. Ichiro. Ich- Ichiro Oda. Um but oh, yeah, that better soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the highlight for me. It was cool to see Damnation, and I'm looking forward to all the Black Bulls doing their thing uh, and fighting him because I believe wow, his powers really are pretty strong. So I guess uh, they got to protect basically the teleportation circle they're doing. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't seen this, this space dude fight in a little while. It's always interesting. The last fight he had was with his bro, and it wasn't that intricate. Well, the in thing my is, opinion, I don't think he can. But he, was losing too. I don't think he can fight. He's got to keep the portal open. So I think they're gonna have the rest of the Black Bulls are gonna have to protect him. That's fair. He's had so much shine already. So yeah, um, you know that that's cool. That's cool. 
Let's see everybody else go fucking hang. Hang on. Let's get married, guy. Let's get some. You want to see that? Yeah. You want to see that ashy magic? Oh, I want to see the ash, Mr. Ash. Yeah. Um, you want to get ashy? I do want to get it. Let's get ashy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about Black Clover. I'm excited more for next chapter. This was a cool little build-up thing uh, to, for this uh, next conflict, so uh, I'm more excited for that. But um, dumb next nice show, dumb next nice show. Uh, <laughs> so without further ado, I, we can move on. Yeah. Any final? We thoughts? are allowed to. Ooh, I'm allowed. Well, mm-hmm. I since... give permission for us to move forward. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tank Top Sage. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Despite the fact that I'm dressed to the nines, I'm still packing heat, and I'm going to pull out my weapon. Undead unluck. You, you. All right, I'm going to toss it over to Josh. He's going to take over Undead Unluck for me. What's good, everybody? Undead Unluck. Chapter number 163, Bad Road. Um... Before I even start the chapter, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to have some restraints and save my thoughts for the title of the chapter until the very end when it's appropriate. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Josh having self-discipline, rare. I'm in rare form, guys. Anyway, um, last week it was established that um, Fuko is indeed going to fight against Fang only if and when she comes on top uh, of the tournament because she uh, forced Fang to make that happen. Cool stuff. Um, but she also said that she was going to train, uh, stand up to be strong in a Fang, and Fang thought that was really interesting. Uh, not interesting enough as we're going to find out though soon. Um, so here we are. Um, Fuko is uh, again letting Fang know that he's uh, he's gonna train him up. And he's like, "Cool, all right. I'll, we'll, we'll see you in some time when this when this tournament begins." Uh, so Fuko begins to explain to Shen, who's very skeptical about who she is, because he this has been a wild ride for him. He's like, we established this like uh, last week that when we actually had a conversation about this, like, does he know her like how does he know her how does how you know how did Fuko learn from him prior etc 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 so um you know Shen is just as confused as us and he needs answers so um Fuko is just very confidently explaining to him how like listen like I know you because this world is in the loop and in the previous world we were friends and um <laughs> You know, I survived the last loop and made it here. So, yeah, I know about you. Um, I also learned the Shin Hakakyu. Wait, Hakyoku? Hakyoku? I learned the Shin Hakyoku from you at the time, Mr. Shin. Um, And that she says that all she could do was, like, learn the basics of it, like the basic kata, which gives an explanation into uh, how she... Basically, she trained really hard on her own after learning the basics and got that nice. So Fuko is 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 number one as far as I'm concerned. Like number one in this manga, and Strongest probably number character. one in in, in shonen protagonist. 
Whoa, shonen protagonists. Who's relevant in Fuko? Mm, Monkey D. Luffy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that was uh, Gojo Sensei. He's not a protagonist. Itadori Sensei. No. Itadori is not realer than Fuko. Huh? Itadori is not realer than Fuko. No. That's high praise. Come on, Fuko Chan to live two lives. That's true. She'll look at you. She'll look at you in your eyes, nigga, while you while you look over her because she's that small, and she's gonna say, "Young man, you have a lot of life left in you. I believe in you." She'll talk to you because you're the youngster. <laughs> That's true. I would be the youngster. Yeah. What's Itadori gonna say to her? Oh, if I curse spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Daifaku Fears? That's Luffy, not, not Luffy, impressive. Luffy gets the gets the nod because he holds his nuts way too much. <laughs> way too much in his series for way too long. So he holds his nuts in in, in, in more times in one arc than people do in their entire series. So anyway. The world <laughs> so Going back to Fuko trying to explain to Shen how she knows him so intimately and his situation. Um, he, uh, uh, Nico starts to let, uh, let Fuko know that, yeah, they're not really catching on. Because they're like, yeah, yeah, nice. You know, not buying any of it. So Fuko's like trying to figure out, damn, how can I break this down and explain to y'all, like, you know, that this is real. Um, Shen interrupts her and lets her know, like, look, like, uh, the point is, I know you, I know you're real. I know, I know you're number one. I know you're better than Itadori and a lot of others. And I could tell by the way we, you synchronized, uh, you know, with my, with my punch to stop the, the demon staff from shooting. <laughs> from destroying us. So, um, you know, that's, that's good enough for me. Good enough for me. But, um, oh, well, I guess prior to figuring all that out, we had this little funny moment where um, Fuko is able to get out of him. Like, you know, because she asked, like, what are you fighting for, basically? And she's able to suss out that he's doing it for, like, a sick friend, and the friend happens to be uh, Mui, who I guess he meets at a different point in this loop, but meets her nonetheless, which is, I guess, cute and romantic. Yeah. Very nice. I'm a sucker for those things. I'll say it. I like that. I'm a lover boy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm a romantic. Yeah. You know, full girl just lets him know, like, you know, let's get stronger together. And that's when Shen tells her, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I accept you. Uh, I'm ready for you to teach me how to be the strongest. So we have an interesting moment where when they go to shake hands, Fuko Squire is like saying like, hey, hold on, because she starts to undo her wraps to like bare handshake his hand, knowing that she's going to pass on luck to him. And sure as hell, when she does it, a sign falls and breaks over his fucking head, which he took no problem. Um, But it was like, yeah, that's weird. 
But uh, that left everybody puzzled. Left me puzzled too, but I, I kind of had an idea, but we're going to get to that in a moment. So, uh, speaking... <laughs> I'm actually just putting this together now, right? So, the next page, we uh, we get the, the tournament seeding results. And it's basically literally a one-man climb to the finals, with Shen being at the very end at the very like like lowest point of the tournament and it's just a series of him facing off against like a contender without them having to fight at all he just like like the the next fighter only has to fight the winner of the previous round yeah <laughs> so shen has basically he has to climb this fucking hill um against void usai billy and ultimately fuko which fuko says huh, if i win once i'm in the finals <laughs> because, like you know that's some clear fucking favoritism he just wants to fight you like which is that's why it was funny like he seemed interested in the beginning of the chapter but clearly he could care less about facing up in shit or anybody else really um because he doesn't want fuko to be tired at that that is so funny to me um but the realization i had was that Maybe the, the the bracket came out this way because of the unluck. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that Maybe was, it was just, just clear favoritism. Yeah, I think it was just clear favoritism too. He just wants Rugo to be fresh for the end. It's, it's fucking hilarious. But this ends up being a, a blessing in disguise. For Fuko anyway. Um, so yeah, Shen is mad because he's like, what the fuck? Like, I had to fight against all these people. And boy, boy just says good luck as he goes up to the ring. Oh, the irony! And he is strong indeed because as Shen is complaining, Fuko touches his bare skin again with her hand and her bare skin, and uh, passing more luck. And she says, "Don't worry, do your best." With a deadpan stare, as uh, Shen is still raging towards uh, Fang. Um, so Nigo finds like, "Yo, like, what are you, what are you doing?" Uh, excuse me, uh, Fuko's like, man, what does it look like? I imbued Mr. Shen with unluck. And they're like, why? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she makes a really good point. I'm actually just going to read from the chapter because their words say it much better than I ever could. It says, up, up until now, whenever I will set out to recruit one of you, I'd always walk, uh, I've always come up with ways to avoid your tragedies to unlock the negator events, right? And as a result, each time I came to the same conclusion, that you didn't need to gain your negator ability. Interesting. Sure, it would help our forces if you did, but the abilities are as harsh as they are helpful. Given the choice, I figured it'd be better if you didn't have them. I'm going to leave a note there because I disagree heavily uh, with, with Foucault and the disagreement's name is called um, Unmoved. The most clutch ability of them all. But we'll talk about that later. Chikara's? Um, oh, no, no. Gina is unchanged. Gina's unchanged. Yeah, because that shit is super clutch and OP. Uh, the next level. She's like Jean Grey, basically. Yeah. That's telepath. So. Anyway. Um, so she's like, yeah. Um, she'd always come up with ways to avoid the tragedies. All right, blah, blah, blah. Given the choice, 
she figured it'd be better if, uh, you know, they didn't have any good abilities, but that's not the case this time. Uh, that basically she wants her unlock to to reel in the tragedy so that he can unlock his negator ability and, um, you know, uh, untruth. So Nico's like surprised and he's like, why are you doing it intentionally? Like, wouldn't he hold a grudge? And she thinks it'll be fine because simply because he enjoyed his ability <laughs> in the prior loop. I think that's very loose reasoning. We'll talk about it later. But, um, <laughs> anyway. The, all the parts for the tragedy are in place. If they're just pitting all our members against Mr. Shandon, the tragedy's bound to trigger somewhere along the way. I don't know why she's so certain about that. And anyway, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later. So she says, please learn your negation ability. Um, to become the strongest, you'll have to tackle this path of trials, uh, the best and worst around. Bad road. <laughs> so Shen, you know, so as Fuko is narrating all of this, Shen was beginning his fight against Mr. Void, and he learned very fast that he cannot you know, about um how unav what is that uh, uh unavoid works mm -hmm. that he can't put his guard up to avoid getting hit, so that he has to actually just trade. So he learns that pretty fast, and he starts to smile and laugh and says, "All right, if I overcome this, I'll become the strongest." And Fugo's happy because he says he gets it. That's my master for you. All right. And that was the end of the chapter. I really enjoyed this chapter. What about you, Chris? Yeah. Uh, I really liked it too. I Honestly, one of the things that really got me is the two panels. There's two panels in a row. The first yeah. one where Fugo causes the sign to fall on Shen's head immediately followed by that face fault where he realized he's fighting every round. Yo, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Both of those things, like one of them just knocked me off balance. And then the second one just knocked me off. Like I was just like knocked out laughing a little bit. I just love how he's like, wait, what? He bounced for a second. He's like, all right, I expected some bullshit, but come on. Nigga made me the main character. Nigga turned him into the main character in the series. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to get that off first. I think this was a very funny chapter. Um, I really like this chapter a lot, and I'm enjoying this arc a whole lot, too. Um, this is just so fun. Um, with regard to, like, Fuko, I'm, like, trying to think of it as well, because I feel like it's maybe the wording is off. Because I think, like, she... I think like she's been trying to get people to avoid their tragedies. She's like trying to ha ha like have her cake and eat it too, where people can gain their negation abilities without having to suffer the tragedy. Yeah. 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 So, I, I think that's what, that's how I understood it. Yeah. So like she's I trying to find, she was trying to find alternate ways to get people their negation abilities without them having to suffer as much. But Shen is different where, for whatever reason, and I feel like maybe that's something they'll get into next week. Um, it it makes sense because the tragedy needs to happen for Shen so that Shen could deny it and be in a state of denial about it, and mm. thus I guess activate his untruth. Oh, that makes some sense. I could also 
I can reason with, with the explanation in a way that if it's not a misunderstanding, maybe she's also saying that even though she would have, and I, I, I don't think she's implying this, but I'm willing to pull in the gas and be like, maybe like, even if, you know, she wanted, like it was like, well, yeah, no, that is actually what she said, that the, the boost to their combat abilities and stuff would would be welcome right mm -hmm. but you know she'd also be fine if they just was able to avoid the tragedy altogether right even if they couldn't so i i think i think that was uh, i i get it i think she's just saying she was willing to live with that that mm -hmm. would have like you know as long as the tragedy didn't happen whether they got the negator ability or not that was really the primary focus yeah however in shen's case that's just not the thing, the you know, the negatability is a must, and it's it's better for the world than him overall. Or I think, I think in general, like the tragedy needs to happen because the way he copes with that tragedy is what unlocks his negation. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and hopefully, yeah, and that hopefully it happens in a controlled environment. You yeah. know, yeah. not with his sister dying. Exactly. <laughs> or exactly. Being at risk of dying. Fair. At least that's how I interpret it so far. Um, maybe they'll like clarify it next week. But yeah, I thought this chapter was a lot of fun. I mean, I I've been a big fan of this arc. Um, I'm very excited to see where it goes. How how the tragedy ends up. But um, yeah, that's all, that's all I really have to say about it. Josh, what did you think? Um, this was my second favorite chapter. I really wanted to, I really wanted to make this the best of the week, but there's no way I was gonna shit on Jujutsu Kaisen like that. No, it's tough uh, for that masterpiece. <laughs> um, but this chapter had so many things in it that made it enjoyable and interesting, and makes me look forward to not just the next chapter, but the the art, you know, it's, I mentioned this a couple times before throughout the podcast, but I don't have that same excitement week to week for when the manga drops as I used to when I was younger, when it was much newer to me. I used to be so excited. I used to think about it during the week, like, man, what is going to go down? And now I just, it's a very, I just patient, I'm, I'm patiently waiting for you know, I don't even wait for it to drop. I just know it drops Sunday and then, you know, I get to it when I get to it, you know, before the podcast. So, you know, I don't feel this, that strong pull after reading this chapter, like, oh man, next week, I, I'm going to be thinking about it every night. But I know that when they do drop and I see on that Unlocked, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be enticing. And that's just not always the case week to week with a lot of these chapters. Especially not the super popping ones like One Piece and Jujutsu and I suppose my hero from time to time. Anyway, um some standout moments. It may it may not be much, but I just I just enjoy Fuko as a leader and as a protagonist in the series on her own without Andy as well. Um, she's so, she's so like, um, I keep saying the word is confident. There's probably a better word for it. 
But, you know, when it comes to the things she knows and she believes in, she's super headstrong, but not in like a annoying way, like how I guess certain characters like Asta can come off where they're just like, all right, all right, I get it, you know? Like Fuko can be sappy, but it's the best kind of sappy. It's always in support, you know, and, and, and uh, like of others. And, and like, and with patience, because she never just, I don't think she, she doesn't force things on people, except in this little situation where she's trying to force a tragedy for Shen. But I think, you know, you know what I mean when, I'm, when I say like, she, she allows people to come to their conclusions on their own, you know, and she, and that's because she believes in everybody, mm-hmm. you know, not just negators, but she, she cares about people in general. It breaks her heart that her unluck affects anybody, you know, especially her loved ones, but really anybody. And that it's, it's crazy how that, that's been a core part of her character since the very first chapter. And it's, it's just remained consistent, but it's evolved. It's went from her being so, sh- like her caring so much that she shut herself away and was shy to communicate and, 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 and be intimate with people to now she just embraces it so much and looks forward to it. And, and, and even when somebody else doesn't want to, she, again, like I said, she's not pushy. Uh, she, she's basically like, you, that's like the big sister you want, you know? Or even a mom. She'd make a great fucking mother. I bet she'd be a great, well, as long as she doesn't pass unluck to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the womb, Jesus. I don't even want to think about that. Uh, but, yeah, she's, she is the big sis. In, in all the best ways. She's the big sis from every series combined with, with the heart of gold. You know, so... And you have moments like this everywhere. And she's not soft either. That's it. That's the thing. She's not soft either. Look what she's doing to Shen. She's like, you're going to be all right. I know you're tough. <laughs> You'll she make it. do that with everybody else. You know what I mean? But she knew Shen could take it. She knew Shen could handle it. So she's like, yeah, you, you got this, bro. Yeah. You're going to go through a gauntlet of negators, and they're going to cheat, and you shiced to fight you. And you got to overcome it. I know you can and you definitely gonna need to be able to do that at least in order to beat that fucking guy. <laughs> Bang, that uh, guy over there. His thirst knows no bounds. It really doesn't. Um, yeah, so oh, back to the title of this chapter. That's so self-restraint for. Ooh, bad road? How Japanese is that? How fucking Japanese of, of, of the author is that? Like, to make that not only the title of the chapter... But to make that a special move, you know that's Void, one of Void's moves, right? Bad Road. Bad Road. Right? Like, we wouldn't call a move that. We'd be like, damn, you knocked that nigga out or a super punch or something like that. They say <laughs> Bad Road because bad sounds so fucking cool to cool. them. Like, when, when a Spanish person says Miercoles instead of Wednesday, that's like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> wow. You know, mantequilla instead of butter. You know what I mean? That's wow. fucking epic. I would like uh, uh, make a superhero Mr. Mantequilla. That's crazy. <laughs> but in English, Mr. Butter. It's Mr. Butter. I mean, Spanish. The Spanish people, it's just... What about Mr. Mr. Miércoles? Señor Miércoles. Señor Miércoles. 
Yes, in your meal. Yes, Maybe it's like That's a Wednesday, right? Yeah. It's a brave and the bold type of thing. It's a. It's Mr. Uh, Mr. Mantegia and Senor Miercoles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the most epic names that aren't really epic to a native language. That's bad road. That's it's Mr. Really Butter cool. and Mr. Wednesday. Yes, it is. I guess I should write those down. Yeah. I, guess I, I think that's the title. I think that's the title for the episode. Sure, sure. There you go. <laughs> Mr. They have it. Mr. Montague um, yeah. is in your I, I lift it is. You have to understand that. I, I, I um part of the reason that I open up the app on Sundays and read these comics and also um like do this podcast and all of that. Um is for moments like that, uh when they when when the Japanese people uh use use English in in in, in a cool way to them, but very moderate. Way to me. I enjoy it thoroughly. I enjoy it so much more than I care to admit, which says a lot because I've admitted uh, a lot so far. I like it more than that. So let's fight love. Leaving myself out there. Exposing myself to the, you know, the world, wearing my heart on my sleeve. (laughs) You ain't going to get that in a while, guys. New Jump City podcast. Uh, Leave a a like. Uh, Tell me how you felt about that. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your favorite weird? Too. Yeah, uh, nigga. Subscribe too. What's your favorite uh, English to Japanese name? Yo, yeah, yeah. Tell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, please. I need to know. I need to remember. I have so much more moments. A lot of that happens in theme songs, like anime theme, like openings where oh, they would just yeah. say a random. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> the, the um, yo, the new Dragon Ball one is fucking hilarious. The yeah. the. There's something about saying that we're in love now. I was we're like, what? Uh, how do we go from fighting to, to that? No, it's luck, not not love. Oh. That's my fault? Yeah, that's your fault. Come on, man. Well, were those all your thoughts? Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, uh, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Espel on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram and uh, New Jersey City Josh on Twitter. Uh, Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also catch him when he's streaming at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email the show itself at New Gem City on oh follow show at New Gem City on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, you can also uh, follow the show, uh, email the show at New Gem City Pod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, and uh, we'll read it on the pre-show chat show that we do uh, every week as well that we've started doing. It's like a little half-hour chat about whatever we whatever is on our minds. Ooh, my voice is going. <laughs> Yeah, we're raspy there. Whoa. Yeah, I'm getting raspy. Um, but yeah, check that out. Email us, or you can comment under the video that you're watching. Whether it's uh, well, the only thing I'm putting out is the full version of the pod since we're not fully video capable yet. But uh, the video, the podcast still goes up on YouTube. Uh, comment there your thoughts, anything that you guys wanted to mention, uh, or uh, if you uh, and while you're at it, why don't you subscribe, share the podcast, all that stuff. 
uh, if, you, if you prefer audio podcasts, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. So subscribe on all those platforms. And yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week on New Jump City. Peace out. Peace out. I'm still smoking that Miami pack, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's still getting rolled up. I think the best part of it is that uh, Yofi didn't even care. Yoki is like, I want to go home. I want to go to Serbia. Anyway, bye, everybody. He wants to be amongst his white people. Bye-bye.